Hello, everyone. I'm Anastasia, and welcome to my podcast. Guys, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Fantasy has been rough this season. I'm on a three week losing streak. I'm three to four, uh, which means I have a losing record, and it sucks compared to last season when I was like 13 to one, I think. It just hurts actually losing like this. And the problem is that my players keep getting injured. I feel like this is always people's problems with fantasy. Plus, all of the bye weeks are screwing me because I have a lot of players that play for like the same team. So when one of them is on a bye week, I'm like down half my roster. This explains my luck so clearly. I traded for Brees Hall literally less than an hour before he tore his ACL and was out for the season. That was definitely my big L of the season. We'll see how this week goes. I'm really hoping I can bounce back because, you know, my good players that were on by last week are finally back. But that does not mean that I'm going to win. But I really hope so. I really just, like, want to break my losing streak. Like, it would honestly feel better if I won a game, then lost a game, then won again. But I've been on three weeks of losing, and it honestly is making football not even fun. I'm just kidding. I like football. I, I do like watching football, even if I don't have any players in the game even if it doesn't mean anything for me for fantasy but when I'm watching my players that I do have in fantasy do bad it just hurts it just hurts <laughs> in other news I hope you were all aware that the midterm election cycle is currently underway you know and this means that people are running for the senate the midterms are always a big local elections push um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure you've seen signs for sheriff, court of appeals, the state supreme court. You know, important positions that more directly affect you where you live. I think most of my listeners are in North Carolina, so I wanted to give a little bit of information for you guys. If you are already registered to vote, you should go ahead and early vote. It's until November 5th. Election day is November 8th. It's a Tuesday. I always vote early because I'm just going to get it in when it works for my schedule and not put so much pressure on I have to be there on November 8th. What if it doesn't like what if I miss it? There's nothing wrong with early voting. You might as well. You might as well. It literally takes like five minutes. You know, you're driving along the road and you see early voting here. You might as well just turn in, do it real quick and then just continue on your way. If you are registered to vote somewhere in North Carolina where you don't live right now, like for example, you're registered at home or you're at college or vice versa, you had registered in college, you've now graduated, you live somewhere else. In North Carolina, you can register to vote during early voting. So you can go to any early voting site until November 5th and register right then and there and vote right then and there. It's super easy and I'm very glad and thankful that North Carolina makes voting accessible and doesn't have all these hoops to jump through and all of that. So if you're not already registered at all or you're registered somewhere where you're not currently living, you can go ahead early vote and you can register same day and everything will be fine. Or if you would really like to vote where you're registered but you still don't live there and you don't think you'll be able to get back, you can request an absentee ballot and send it through the mail. Those need to be sent by November 8th, which is election day. So you still have some time, but I would definitely recommend if you want to go that route, get it done early 
pick whichever one works best for you. But, you know, it's it's important to vote, especially in these local elections, because who's going to run for these bigger, more important offices? It's going to be those people that were elected at the smaller level and work their way up. So if you really want big change, it's important to vote at the local level. All right, so now you know how you can vote, where you need to vote, that kind of stuff. I really am encouraging you, do not go uninformed. Take a few minutes. You can Google your sample ballot, just put in your address and it'll tell you what district you're in and it'll pull up the ballot so you can see who are the people that you can vote for directly. Google your sample ballot see who's on there. There are so many websites and there are independent people that have put together what each candidate has said, what they've tweeted, what they wrote. You know, they've compiled all of that for you because they want to make this accessible for you. I used the site ncvoterguide.org. They're nonpartisan, which means they're not supported by the Democrats. They're not supported by the Republicans. They're independent people and they give you quotes from what candidates have said or wrote or tweeted, that kind of thing. Because you want to vote for someone that you think will do the best job at representing your interests and what is important to you. I am registered as unaffiliated because I don't consider myself either a Republican or a Democrat. I really try to vote for the individual I think has the best morals and the best intentions for our state, for our country, regardless of their party. I think you should also look at Green Party or Libertarian Party candidates. Just look at what they're saying because you might find that you actually agree with them and that they actually make sense. The two-party system has just been so corrupted and so bent out of shape that it really doesn't work. Like you're telling me I'm stuck between two shitty options. It's important for people to look at all of their options and not just be fed to puppets, which are really what the Democratic candidates and the Republican candidates are, especially when they get higher up. Like you just can't deny that there is corruption and money and people buying other people's opinions. So maybe give other people a shot. I'm not saying that the Green or Libertarian Party is better, but I'm saying that if you vote for the person you think is going to do a better job, then I I personally feel much better. Whatever happens, happens, you know, like it is out of my control, but it is in my control to voice my opinion because people will get that information. They will see how many people voted for the Green Party or voted for the Libertarian, you know, who voted for Democrat Republican. They will see that information. And if the Green Party gets a lot more support or the Libertarian Party gets a lot more support, people will have to take them seriously. Like right now, political debates, they're between Republican and Democrat. What about all these other parties? Why are we not including them? I'm not saying to vote for anyone. You vote for who you will be okay sleeping at night knowing that you voted for. Don't pay attention to all of the midterm ads. Honestly, I'm so ready for them to be over because I'm so sick of watching these stupid midterm commercials. I remember the first time I ever voted was a midterm election and my sorority was doing like a bus where you could go and like vote. And I was like, okay, like I, I've always been someone who wanted to vote. And that was the first election where I was old enough to. I missed the 2016 election by like four days. My 18th birthday was like four days afterwards. So I couldn't vote in the 
Hillary Trump election, but I was able to vote in the midterms. And I walked in there and I literally had no idea who any of these people were on the ballot. And I just like blindly voted. And I just like feel like, ugh, I really shouldn't have done that. I should have taken the 10 minutes it's going to take to go on Google and look up these people and have like a couple names that I remember. I just think that you should be an informed voter. Not voting is almost as bad as just blindly picking names on the ballot, in my opinion. You should be voting for people who you agree with. You should know who you're voting for and what their plans are for their state, their country, their, you know, judicial run or whatever. So let's all vote. So Halloween is literally right around the corner and it is one of my favorite holidays. So this is my Halloween special. Uh, I'm just going to go through like some of the costumes I've done, some that are on my I really want to do list, but I don't know if I'll ever get around to them. Um, A couple Halloween stories that I have and just like chat about all things Halloween because it's seriously like my favorite holiday. I've been saying for years that like when I have my own place, um, Halloween is going to be like my holiday. Like I'm always going to throw a Halloween party. I'm really torn between Halloween and New Year's on which one I want to like claim for a little bit there. Fourth of July was also in the running, but I don't have a lake or a beach or a boat. So I'm going to let someone else have fourth of July. So I'm really debating between Halloween and New Year's Eve. I really just can't decide, but Halloween is definitely in the running. It's one of my favorite holidays. Obviously, candy is the best part of Halloween. As a kid, that was always the best. But even now, are you kidding me? Like the couple days after Halloween are like the best candy sales of the year. I just think Halloween candy is the best because it's not mostly chocolate. It's mostly like food coloring candy, like gummy candy. And that's my favorite kind of candy. I feel like for Easter and some of the other like big candy holidays, it's very chocolate pushed. You know, like for Easter, you have the chocolate bunny. For Valentine's Day, you have all the chocolate hearts and whatnot. But Halloween is like gummy candy, sour candy, not chocolate candy. And I just love that. But I think everyone likes Halloween a little bit because it's a valid excuse to pretend to be someone that you're not. And who doesn't love playing pretend? I think it's one of the most fun things to do. It's a reason to be someone you're not without people being like, why are you being fake? Other than candy, the costumes are definitely my favorite part. Um, One year in high school, I went as Kat Von D. She was, she still is a tattoo artist. And so I wore these giant heels, like platform six inch stilettos. They were blue, black with silver stars. And then I wore leggings and like an Ed Hardy shirt or something along that vibe. And then I covered my arms and my neck and part of my face with temporary tattoos. And it was one of my favorite costumes. I remember posing for a photo in that costume with my friend Ken, who dressed up as not so slim shady. And he looked just like Eminem. So that was really one of the better Halloween costumes that I had put together. And the crazy part was that I literally wore that to school. But high school Halloween, I think, is like the worst version of Halloween because you're almost too old to go trick-or-treating. Like if you go with like a younger sibling or a younger group of kids, it's okay. But if you're going with all of your like 16, 17-year-old friends, no one's going to give you candy. There was one year, I think it was eighth grade. I was so looking forward to trick-or-treating. I had like made friends in my neighborhood. We were all going to go as like a group. It was going to be really fun. It was like one of the first Halloweens where I was going to go with my friends instead of my siblings. 
and I got sick. We had like a reading thing at school that I was picked to be in for my English class where I think we were just like reading um, part of like a scary story or whatever, but I was cast as one of the characters to read out loud. I'm sure you can all imagine why, Um, but I was running a fever that morning and I was begging my mom to let me go to school. And I was like, mom, please, I have to go to this. Like, I'm in this. I need to go. And she was like, fine, you can go, but I'm picking you up after. So she picked me up after I did my little reading thing or whatever. And by that point, I was literally so sick. I could barely move. So I just sat on the couch all Halloween night and I didn't get to go trick-or-treating. After high school, I think college is where Halloween starts to get really fun again because there's Halloween. No matter what day of the week Halloween falls on, that weekend either before or after is going to be all about Halloween. So you end up getting to do like three or four costumes every year. It's so fun. So freshman year of college, I was a rocker chick. We had a rock and roll social one night. So I just wore that costume out afterwards. And then I dressed up as like a schoolgirl with like a plaid skirt, my hair and pigtails. I kind of looked like Britney Spears in that one. But that was one of another low effort costume but my favorite one from freshman year was a scarecrow my whole costume was my roommates she had little short overalls for me to wear and like an orange button up I looked so cute and I actually like did my makeup really nice and it I had like little sewn on patches on my face that made it look more scarecrowy but that one was definitely my favorite Halloween costume from freshman year freshman year Halloween was so much fun Sophomore year, I went as a schoolgirl again, and then I also went as Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf with my boyfriend. Um, Every year we've been dating, we try to do a couple's costume. I just think they're fun. I think it's cute. It's an opportunity to do like stuff you don't normally get to do when it's just you, but I also normally have like my own costume. Junior year, I went as a ballerina. Um, That was one that I had been wanting to do forever. And I finally found like a velvet pink bodysuit. So I paired that with a little like dance skirt from like the Walmart girls dance section. And then I had leg warmers. I think I just wore like Air Force Ones. I was freezing the whole night. And then that year, me and my boyfriend went as a bag of money and a robber. That was one of my favorite couples costumes because I feel like it's not one that you see very often. I was the bag of money. I had a burlap skirt that I drew a big money sign on and then a white tube top when I glued fake money onto. The tube top was ruined. I couldn't get the hot glue off, but it was totally worth it. And that was easily one of my best costumes I've ever done. And then I made it easy for my boyfriend. He just wore all black with a ski mask and he was a robber. So, you know, you're welcome for that one. And then senior year, I was a nun for like the day party. And then we went, me and my boyfriend went as skeletons. So that was really fun. I liked that when I did our makeup. It was pretty good. And it was an easy costume because that was like COVID. Like there really wasn't that much going on. And then my master's year, I went as just an angel of darkness because I'm boring. And at that point, I was like, I don't have time to come up with a costume. And I was really just like not into it, which is kind of disappointing. But I had a lot of other school stuff going on. So I couldn't give Halloween like the full effort that I wanted. Ones that I really want to do that I think would be great. The perfect couple's costume combination is when one person is a person and the other person is a thing. So for example, one that I love but everyone talks me out of and doesn't think that it's as good as I think it is, is Steve Jobs and an apple. 
not like a phone or anything, but like Steve Jobs and then someone else dresses up as like a red apple. I just think that would be so funny. Like, come on. Like, it's so funny. I don't get why people don't like it, but I love that costume. I also think it's funny from TikTok this year was like Mr. Ghostface and like the girl who wants to be in the sequel because of that sound where it's like, no, Mr. Ghostface, don't kill me. I want to be in the sequel. I think that would be a really good, funny costume. And then I also like MMA person and then a ring girl because a ring girl costume is so cute. Like, I would love to be that. So that's definitely on my list of might do in the future. Another costume that I thought was so funny at the time that no one else thought was funny, so I didn't end up doing it, was half Wednesday Adams and then half JoJo Siwa. Like, that would be such a funny costume. It's like completely two polar opposites. Jojo Siwa and Wednesday Adams, and this was like back when Jojo was like still the girl with the ponytail and the bow and like colorful and princessy and Wednesday Adams, she's got the black hair, the black dress, very somber. So I just think that would be such a funny costume, but no one else thinks it is, which is why I have not done it yet. And then I'll go ahead and tell you the costume that I'm doing. So this year for Halloween, me and my boyfriend are being, he's being a SWAT guy who's on SWAT and I'm being a fly. How funny is that? Like a fly swatter? Because he's going to like carry a fly swatter, but he'll be like dressed up in a swat gear, and then I'll be a fly. I think it's hilarious, and I'm going to a costume party, so I really hope like I win. Like I feel like I need recognition that this is a good idea, because I think it's really funny, and no one else thinks it's funny. That's a common theme in my life, is that no one else thinks my ideas are funny, but I think I have great Halloween costume ideas. Oh well, what do I know? I think that would be funny. But I'm actually DIYing a lot of this costume. I'm DIYing the wings and I'm DIYing like the headpiece for like the bug eyes because you can't really find a fly costume. Plus, I think when you DIY your costume, it turns out so much better because you can really get the look that you're going for. Like I have a vision in my head of how I want it to look and I can't find it online. So obviously the only logical explanation is I need to make it myself. So that is what I'm in the process of doing as I sit here with super glue covering my fingers. But yeah, I think that's going to be a good one. Another thing that really I love about Halloween is that here in North Carolina and also South Carolina because this amusement park straddles both states um, it's carowinds. But in the Halloween season, they have scarowinds. And in high school, this was literally my favorite. It's so hard to pick my favorite. You know, I've said candy's my favorite. The costumes are my favorite. Scarowinds is my favorite. But come on. Scarowinds is so much fun. It's an amusement park that they open up for like really late into the night. And they have other things set up like haunted houses you can go through mazes haunted mazes you can go through they have just setups of different scenes as you walk around like there's a graveyard there's a steampunk section there's like tunnels and there's people on the ground that are crawling around and then they slide next to you and everyone's in costume it is so fun it's like a haunted house but better because it's out of an amusement park and I personally hate roller coasters I don't like the feeling of adrenaline at all um so I try to avoid them but I like roller coasters in the dark because I can't really see what's going to happen. Like, even though I know the course, it makes it so much more fun to me when I'm not, like, living in anticipation the whole time. So that's what makes Scarewinds the best 
best of both worlds to me. Well, I think that's enough rambling for today. I'm sure you can tell that I love Halloween, and I think a lot of people do. Like, the only people I've ever met that don't like Halloween are, like, really religious who associate Halloween with the devil, but I don't see a problem with it. It's just people dressing up. And there's the pumpkin carving, and there's just, like, everything about it. I love Halloween. But thank you guys so much for being here with me today for my special Halloween episode. Also, vote if you haven't yet. Um, And I will see you guys next week for a very special episode. So for right now, bye guys.